people, welcome back to the Smart Mentality Podcast. As always, it's your boy Odeb Dell, and I'm here with my dog JD. What's happening, homie? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, man? Chilling, man. You know, uh, these these past few weeks of uh, wrestling content and programming, you know, it's been uh, it's been strange. Yes. Uh, you know, I want you to go ahead and give your thoughts real quick. Yeah, man. Like. Yeah, it's it's been a weird couple of weeks. Like ever since WrestleMania, you know how like there's a there's a post WrestleMania period, and you st- you start getting a sense of what's about to happen in the future. But all we've really had so far is like five name changes for various teams, like roster switches, and then reversals, and then, you know, and then you know people trying to quit. And all that stuff has been muddling up the the actual storylines, and not to mention most of those storylines aren't even really that interesting. So I don't know. We're we're kind of a low point, but I just felt like you know, like there's still a lot that's been happening. So you know, the stuff worthy of discussion. Like uh, this this Monday Night Raw. I'm not even gonna lie. I barely watched it. I, I barely remember uh. any details from it. Like I I, I know. Uh, I know that AJ attacks Seth at the end, mm-hmm. and I, I fell asleep on that bitch, yo. Yeah, <laughs> like when I saw that the the wrestling chat was barely active, I was like, it's <laughs> probably not good. But I didn't even care, yo, because I I forgot exactly why. But I was like, I got home late, and I was like, screw it, I'm not even really gonna watch. No, 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 that was for SmackDown, but for for Raw, I had it on, but. Oh, you know what? I think my brother, he he was we were watching the behind the scenes from Game of Thrones and he had that on. And I was like, shit, I'll watch that instead. Yeah. So I went and watched that. That was like Smart an hour. Choice. And then there was like a half hour of Raw left and I just had that on in the background and I didn't really care, but I think the only thing that I I like went back and looked up was the the Bray video, but they showed that on SmackDown anyway. Yep. Um but yeah, it's like I I don't know what the heck is going on, but it, it seems like they're having a really hard time doing anything of no. I actually no, you know I'm not gonna lie. The 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 Becky segment with what's her name with Lacey Evans was pretty good, just because they they fought, you know. Yeah. Like they they you know they stopped talking shit and they were just you know they just let them fight for a little bit, so that was cool, uh, you know, just for story progression. But um. I don't know, man. Like, it's it's been odd, and like you know, I usually don't care much about Raw, and Raw started to get a little bit better. But you know, when when it was starting off, right? Uh, you know, I I like talking shit about how Ricochet can't cut promos. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember you talked about. It. I was like, yo, his promo skills is actually pretty good right here. And then mm-hmm. uh, he said, I didn't come here to talk. And then Drew McIntyre said, Well, shut up then. And he stopped. And he stopped talking. <laughs> And it was the funniest shit ever. And I was like, oh, man. You, you, you know the other funny part about it? that, like, Because we talked about this, I remember. Because mm-hmm. you know, they're doing this build-up to Money in the Bank. Yeah. And it felt like a go-home show. It did. And then they were like, they were, they were like in three weeks. And I, was like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait, are you, are you serious? Yeah. Like, wait. So we're doing this go home shit three weeks ahead of time. Like, what's gonna be the next three weeks then? Mm-hmm. You know, because like it, it really felt like it to me. It, to me, I think the most 
underappreciated go home show was a money in the bank segment when they was all on the ladders and they was talking yeah, shit to yeah. each other. That was so dumb. But it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was the it was dumbest like, shit, but it was funny as hell. Oh my god, yo. Yeah, that was hilarious. But yeah, like so so they they did the they picked the the raw members. Um, you know, so you got like Ricochet and uh who who else is in it? Oh, Drew McIntyre. Baron Corbin and Baron Corbin. Braun. And, I don't know if you said Braun. Yeah. And then on you know, I guess on SmackDown they basically did the same thing. Yeah. And they had um who Alistair Finn. Finn, Mustafa Ali, and it's either Andrade or Randy Orton. I don't know. No, it's Andrade. It's Andrade. It's definitely Andrade. Okay, I see Randy. Randy Orton's on this card. Maybe wait, is he there or Alistair Black there? I think I don't think Alistair Black is on. It might. It might be Randy then. Yeah. I don't know. But what I will say, like, for as much shit. As you know, we're talking in terms of the of the build so far. Mm-hmm. That match on paper sounds dope. Yeah, somebody's you know, catching the RKO off the ladder. Yeah, yeah, like you know, and it's one gonna be Ricochet or Mustafa. Ricochet Ali. or Mustafa Ali, most definitely. Yeah, <laughs> but like it's it sounds exciting on paper, but like the the execution and the story so far is not there. You know, there is not much of a story, and there's only so much you could do, and you got a lot of people, but. Like I, I can't really tell who of those people I want to win. Like I have like fan favorites, but I mean like story wise. Yeah. But um, you know, like obviously, like I feel like I, I think for me personally, I think Andrade should win it because he he just has that, you know, the opportunist. The, yeah, yeah, he has that opportunist like aura. Mm-hmm. And, you know, him and Zelina, I'm sure they could do a lot of, you know, great work with that. And to, to put him in the SmackDown title picture against, uh, cool you know, Kofi, that would be amazing, actually. Like, you know, now that I think about it. But, um, you know, like, it, it, it you know, like, but, like, I, I just feel so pessimistic right now because, like, they gave us so much at WrestleMania that they could only do the opposite from now on. That's how I feel. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, we gave you what you want. Now, shut up. Mm. You know, but, um, yeah. I I think, you know, I was thinking, I, I like that idea of uh, Andrade winning. Uh, but I also was thinking, you know, somebody like Drew McIntyre is probably going to win. Yeah, that, uh, that's, that's plausible. Yeah. I would hate for, th- th- there's three people I do not want to win. That's Randy, cause I I don't want Randy in the main spotlight right now. Not again. I, but I've got I've got a new appreciation of Randy. You know, uh, you know he's yeah. he, his, Twitter, his Twitter game has been yeah. like just because he's like his Twitter makes you he's showing more personality and it's like yeah. <laughs> it's like a completely different person. Like he's hanging out with the new day and yeah. talking shit and making jokes. I'm like, right, this is Randy. Like I thought Randy was always serious. Yeah, and- I, like Randy Orton was always like the the Tim Duncan or Kawhi Leonard of wrestling. You know, he had no personality. This is you know he was born. It, well, it's not like it was born, but it was so everything was like precise. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it was like one note, kind of. Yeah, you know, Tim Duncan shot bank shots, you know, all right, right off the backboard. You know how you learn to shoot until you hit the little square on the backboard? Yeah, yeah. That's what Tim Duncan shot every time. 
And it's like, <laughs> so, you know, he never did those flashy shit, you know what I mean? Like, and that was Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. But I've got a new appreciation of him recently, so, you know, I, I fuck with him. But I don't want to see him win. I also don't want to see Braun win because nah, he wasted I'm, I'm, it last I'm year. Yeah. I'm done with Braun, yo. I think the, the Braun train is, is over yeah, for me. Like That ship has sailed. Yeah, it's like, you know, they, they had me when he was, you know, when he first started flipping trucks over and he was a monster. Yeah, we was there that first night when he flipped that yeah. ambulance with uh, Roman in it. Yeah, like they they had me there, and yeah. they, you know they were good. I think I think I was I was with Braun up until the the WrestleMania moment where him and the kid won. Yeah, because I, I was that, like, who's gonna be his partner? He picked the kid. I was like, okay, I get it. I'm out. Yeah, like I was like, okay, this is just a gimmick. Like whatever. You yep, know, I agree. Uh, figure that out. But um, so the, the, I, I don't remember what else happened on Raw. I know they um. Hold on, you, you, you just cut me off, man. Let's get to my third person. I did not want to win. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> and I mean, it's obviously Baron Corbin. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's the all. Guy with the great move set. That yo, you know what's funny? So okay, it was a, a post of one of the Facebook groups I'm in. And this guy was like, yo, I love everything about Baron Corbin, but I just hate Baron Corbin. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, I 100% agree. Like, every, like he has a dope moveset. He has dope tattoos and shit like that. You know, he actually is a good heel. He's a good he heel. Him, but I just hate this motherfucker, yo. I just hate Baron Corbin, yo. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird. And it's not like a hate, like, you know, like he's a hill, you got to hate him. It's like a, a get off my TV. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that ass. You know, he knows how to play to the crowd, you know, whenever they're booing him, you know, oh, shut up, you know, stuff, shit like that. Exactly. Yeah, um, well, I mean, I'm sure that'll come in handy later, but I just don't want him to win now. Yeah. All right, so that that was my three that I did not want winning. But yeah, else anything else that happened on Raw? Oh, there was the fucking Usos came out rapping their oh, their theme music. Who the fuck idea was that? Hey, hey, notice this happened as soon as they went to Raw. Yo, at least SmackDown had that dumbass. Whenever they was like locked up, and then like the, the graphic would come across the screen, <laughs> like <laughs> that. that <laughs> the graphic, yo, yeah. that was bad. Like, notice how they did that? They just dropped it out of nowhere. Yep, you just forgot all about that. Oh my god, that was so terrible. Mm-hmm. Those fucking graphics, man. Yeah. But so. yeah, yeah, like when I noticed that, it, it was bad funny. And it was even worse because when they got down to the ring, it's like they were supposed to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like looking around confused and then the music started back up yeah. and I was like oh my gosh this is some fucking shit show and they like they, the crowd must have been like what the hell is going on right now mm-hmm. and and the, the the other part is that there's like no lyrics to that song yeah. so it's like they could just say down since day one ish and That's then the, it. Outlet, the ad-libs yep. like it's not like our truth song where he has like a, a little a legitimate like three bars. <laughs> like you know, not even like it's not even that our truth song is better, but he he actually put yeah, there's actually yeah lyrics in that bit. Like, let's oh. get it, Oos. 
Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like you can only say so much, but I hundred yeah. percent think this is Vince's idea. I think Vince is starting to go see now. I I think it's all Vince, yo. I think it is. I think it is a hundred percent. Like it's 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 definitely reeks of a Vince idea or Vince is like, You guys are rappers, right? So go ahead and rap. <laughs> yep. I, I could see that happening, bro. I promise you. Oh my god. And they were like, yo, we don't got no lit just 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 go out. <laughs> just, just just go. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> That's commercial. Oh man. That's hilarious. Whoa. Oh, what was all that shit with them catching the revival shaving their backs? Oh my god! They, yeah, so they caught—I forgot who's who—but yeah, the revival in the shower, shaving, shaving their backs. You know, one was shaving the other's back, and it, it's just—I don't know, man. Yeah, like, was—is that supposed to be going anywhere? Like, you know, because if we get like a revival Usos feud, I'm cool with that. That'll be some good. I'm matches. cool with that too. I would love to see a revival Usos feud. I don't, however, want to see them shaving each other's backs. Like, what was the point of that? Yeah, like when I I I didn't even click on the video on YouTube. I just saw the thumbnail and I was like, "What the fuck is going on, man?" And then I was just like, "You know what? Whatever." And I forgot about it until right now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep, brother, that's what's going on on Raw. And, ah, and, yeah. and it's crazy because, like, if Raw was so ass, it made me not want to watch SmackDown. And this whole week, I said, you know what? I think I'm, I, I've been constantly, you know, talking to myself, thinking, like, yo, I think I might be done watching wrestling for a while. <laughs> I was that pissed. It's definitely like that phase because, like, after that, uh, even me, and you know how much we like, I like SmackDown, but I was like, Whatever, like I, I was, I got home late, and I was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna watch it. I was yeah, just watching. I, I, I didn't even watch it. Yep. And I saw like the shorter version of SmackDown, and you know, there it was. It wasn't like it was like god awful or anything, mm-hmm. but um, there was just like nothing really interesting or like you know, there was nothing really like stand out about it. I guess you know, you got the um. You know the rest of the. I, I guess the the, the Becky Bailey match was kind of cool, but it was short. But like I, I will say, like that match kind of gave me, like it kind of reassured me in terms of Bailey's skill level as a wrestler because for a lot, like it, you know, like with her doing the tag stuff and you know, like it. A, a lot of the times you forget how good she is because she has all these matches with people that make her look sloppy. So when she can have a match with somebody that makes her, you know, where, where she looks clean, it was like, I was like, okay, she is still good. You know, they just, you know, aren't using her right. Like it, it kind of reaffirmed my suspicions, I guess. But that match was kind of short. Becky lost, but they like Bailey lost, but they kind of put her in a position to be like, she could win money in the bank. Um, yeah. But I thought it was kind of funny because I think um, one of the YouTube people, I think it was Cultaholic, they made a good point about how, like, for the women's money in the bank um, competitors, how, like, it was clear that Dana Brooke was supposed to be Sasha Banks or something, but <laughs> like, one of them, like one of them was supposed to be Sasha, but Sasha's MIA, so, like, it just kind of throws 
some of that like you know it, it kind of throws off the the star power of the women's money in the bank a little bit um mm-hmm. i forgot who who would enti- like who's on it entirely i know it's like alexa bailey um is naomi in it yeah naomi dana brooke uh carmella um, i don't know who's in it from smackdown no though the, we i said all the smackdown ones the okay. raw ones the raw damn i barely remember who uh, who's it like alicia no alicia fox isn't on it is she no she was on tv the other week i don't know if she was on this week oh em- ember moon Oh, that's I'm pretty fire. sure She got to hit the Eclipse off a ladder. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I don't know if Asuka or Kyrie's in it. Oh, they probably got a tag I, match, don't they? Yeah, probably. Um, It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. But, like, you know, I, you know I, I, I don't even really have a prediction for that yet. You know, I guess if we do another one beforehand, before Money in the Bank, we'll do all that. But... You know, I don't want to call it, but I guess like storyline wise, I'm the most invested in Bailey just because she's, you know, she has the best match potential, I would say, you know, yeah. her or Naomi, but like Naomi has no story right now, so it doesn't seem likely. And she won the money in the bank. Oh, no, no, she didn't. But um, I don't know. I, I could see her doing it, but it would be kind of random. Uh, uh, yeah, true. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see how the next couple of weeks play out. But um, they've been. I'm just seeing people saying they think uh, in the in the Becky and Charlotte match, they think Charlotte is probably gonna win, but whoever wins the Money in the Bank is gonna cash in on Charlotte. But that happened last year, so I don't know. Yeah. I, well, what, what I well someone in the in the uh, Overslam group said that they they'll do a thing where. Becky overcomes the odds by beating both um, Lacey Evans and Charlotte, but then when she's like super tired, someone cashes in on her. Oh, okay. Which I, like I would be completely down for that, but like I don't know who like if the, if that was Bailey, that would be sick actually. Mm-hmm. Like like, but <sighs> I'm not gonna get myself excited for that because I you know I don't want to jinx it. But yeah. I, f- I feel like that would be the most significant. Um, but o- other than that, um, yeah, I don't really remember anything super, like, you know, anything super memorable from SmackDown. Like, you had a, a tag match that was all right. The final segment with uh, Kofi and uh, – Kofi and Kevin Owens was all right, you know. Like I, I kind of like what they're doing there. It's not bad. It's just like you know, it's it's still kind of building up. Um, and like it, I think it would, I, I think I would have cared more if it was a go home, just because like it would be like, oh okay, like he pushed Kofi to his limits, and now he's by himself. You know, he, you know, E is out, Xavier Woods is out, and now it's just Kofi by himself. Mm-hmm. But you have three weeks, so it's like, are they gonna keep that up for three weeks? Is this is Woods just gonna sit out the next three weeks? Like, I don't know. Yeah, but, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't think they planned this shit out too well. Yeah, I mean, like you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But like, it does right now. It just doesn't seem 
very like crazy. But um, quick NXT thoughts. I thought NXT was good, but like like that that Velveteen Dream segment had me dying. Like that, I had to give oh, a shout out. Oh, when he was singing. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah. was hilarious. Because yep. this guy, he clearly he wasn't even like he knew he couldn't sing, but he he just ran with it and he had lyrics, so everybody was singing along and I was like, <laughs> this is ridiculous, but I love it. Like for someone who's supposed to be Prince, it was like his singing is the complete opposite, but it's like whatever. I, I like I have a feeling that they're gonna make him do more of that if he gets co- if he comes up to the main roster, mm-hmm. like which is kind of like both good and bad because I think it was good in this context because it was random, but if he comes out and does that all the time to an audience that is still warming up to him, it it could it could fuck things up. Um. But yeah, other than that, it was cool. I, I like seeing where where this whole thing with uh. Um, Roddy's going. Yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, rock song, you know, like yeah, whole... they, like he. Um, what happened? Tell him what happened because uh, yeah, Adam yeah. Cole, because uh, I mean, Roger Strong had a match. Uh, was it uh last week? Last week, yeah. Last week, and he lost, but he lost because didn't Adam Cole like hit him? Yeah, because like I think he he was trying to dive out the ring or something, but he dove out and he hit. Uh, he he hit uh, Roderick Strong by accident or something like that. It, it was something weird, mm-hmm. but it, it it allowed Johnny Gargano to to get the victory, and then um, you know, like this week they had like a little segment behind the scenes where, uh, you know, Adam Cole, quote unquote, made a joke saying how Roderick Strong dropped the ball and Roderick Strong got pissed off. So like obviously this is just gonna lead to Roger Strong versus Adam Cole at take at a takeover whenever that happens. Yeah, I didn't um, want them to break up, but you know Vince hates factions, so. I mean, like, well, Adam. I mean, Roger Strong wasn't in it from the beginning anyway. So hopefully this just means that he's leaving, but the rest of them stay. But that being said, like. I think this was the best thing Roger Strong ever did in NXT. It is. It, it clearly, it really is. Because, like, he's he's had great matches the whole time, but he, like, since he joined Undisputed Era, he's yeah. become a much better character. Yeah, because regular Roderick Strong, everyday family man is trash. It, like, it, it just felt like, it felt like Sami Zayn 2.0 or Johnny Gargano 3.0. Actually, no, it was it was Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn 3.0, technically, because... Johnny Gargano is kind of like the Sami Zayn 2.0. In I think a at the time, though, Johnny was still a tag team, though. Yeah, 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 I guess so. You're right. Because he was going up against uh, <clears throat> um, Bobby Roode or Robert Roode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, but he, he still filled, filled that same role of, like, the, the baby face that you're supposed to get behind because they're yeah. Yeah, really yeah, good yeah. best player. Oh, that that we we should bring up the, the Sami Zayn stuff from Raw. I, I'm I'm a fan of that. Yeah, I love I love it. Like that dude is hilarious. Like in his promos, actually are scathing. <laughs> yeah, him talking so, shit to the crowd and it's... like I don't, I don't know who he's building to. I don't know who he's gonna fight, mm-hmm. but um, hopefully it's someone interesting. Who I seen it was somebody, but I can't remember who. 
I can't remember off the top of my head. I was listening to a podcast and they said who. Yeah, it's back. Yeah. yeah, I forgot. I don't know. I don't know who else is on there. Like they have, they they completely forgot about a lot of people on the roster. Like you know, Apollo or like weren't they pushing him? What happened to Mojo Raleigh? I thought they were pushing him or going to. Uh, whatever it doesn't matter anyway uh nxt was cool as usual that's the that's the only thing like if i if i do stop watching wrestling for whatever reason i'm probably still gonna watch nxt and you know just like uh for every for raw and smackdown i'll just watch like ups and downs or like graded or some shit yeah because it's saving myself well, you seen hours. you seen how like they saying like the, the ratings been dropping but i honestly don't think they give a shit yeah, they don't. They definitely don't. But like, I I know somebody's upset, but they probably like, okay, we'll we'll, we'll pick it up, you know. And like, they have a plan because obviously, like, so we'll, I guess let's get into it. So like, like the we'll, ratings, the ratings dropped last year. It wasn't this low, but it was low. It was it dropped yeah, from the yeah. previous years. Mm-hmm. But them niggas made a billion dollars. Like, <laughs> like they're still making a shit ton of money because like. Their business strategy is still still kind of working when it comes to merchandise and getting like you know their global reach. You know, I think that's helping a lot too because they're making more money in more territories. Um, but like you know, I guess it, it won't really matter to them. Like if they if they start averaging sub two million, and then you know, it it could it could like have some negative repercussions and like you saw like I feel like a lot of what's been happening lately is due to the scramble, you know, because all those call-ups that happened recently was because Vince was like, okay, well, we need fresh faces because nobody, you know, we don't have any stars. And it's like completely, basically burying a lot of the roster that exists now. But um, before before we move on from the shows, though, let, let, let's talk about Bray because I forgot we, we, we never really fully talked about it. But yeah. um, that shit is great. Like, obviously, like, we didn't, like, talk about it with lumped in with everything else but like the the bray segments i, I think have been like a, a clear standout in terms of the production of raw slash smackdown recently yeah um just i think because at first it caught everybody off guard and you're like what the hell is this but uh, i i really think it clicks because like they you know it's 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 like you know mr rogers or some shit but then it just gets all sick and twisted because all his little puppets are like you know demonic <laughs> Yeah, and he'll be doing something innocent, like he'll be painting something, but then he shows you the painting, and it's like demonic. So it's like, you know, it's it's almost cult like because it's like what what it seems like to me is like he's trying to like recruit the kids <laughs> to whatever like. Yeah, yeah. Basically, he's trying to convince them to do it because if he could do it, like if he could get them then you know they'll just be you know loyal followers and they'll be kind of like ingrained like it's it's kind of like it's kind of sick but it's it's also interesting like you know because you don't know where it's going yet um but like what, what like what do you think about it like where do you think it's going mm, i think it could be something like that like he's gonna be fighting with himself uh not like not like bray versus bray but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. fighting like his inner demons type shit. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be something like that. Yeah, I could see that. Cause like, 
it could be a face turn kind of thing, but like I could also see this being just like a stealth heel gimmick where it's like he's acting like he's all changed, but really he's still the same, just like in a different way. Mm-hmm. But it, I like I also don't know how this is gonna manifest in his in his ring work. Like, is this gonna like what kind of matches is he gonna have? Who is he gonna feud with? Like, is his theme song gonna be the same or different? Like. I don't know. Like it, it's a it's a cool backstage segment, but I'm I, I'm waiting to see where this actually goes because like he he doesn't have Luke Harper anymore, obviously. Like and, that, and that's kind of the story too, because like he's talking about how all his people left him and stuff like that. Um, oh yeah, did, did you see all the stuff between him and uh, Randy on Twitter? Like how they're kind of talking about the WrestleMania match and shit. Uh huh. Yeah, that was bad funny. It's like they they were making jokes about how he was like, "Oh, the, the last time you fought, you got a, you got that picture of all the bugs and stuff in the ring. I thought you had." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did I, see that. Yeah, like I saw that. I saw that. Jokes, yeah, but, I saw that. Okay. You know, like it, it's kind of interesting. How, you know, because yeah, because like, he they, he said uh he said Randy burnt my house down and never apologized. He said, yeah. but I forgive him anyway. Some shit, and yeah. he was like, last time uh. Last time we fought, you uh, some he was like uh, you you blew WWE's budget on them fake ass bugs or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like Randy's Twitter, like surprisingly funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, yeah. I have I have no idea who he's gonna feud with, what brand he's mm-hmm. on. Um, you know, I think it'd be interesting to see him kind of amass a cult like. I don't know. I know uh, Sanity's done. Why not put Nikki Cross with him? Mm, you know, she's crazy. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's not doing anything. Like, do something. I don't know. Like, it, You see, be... she's actually uh, getting her master's or some shit. Is she? Oh, yeah. okay. If that's the case, then I get that's, it. That's what she's been doing, getting her master's. I respect that. that, that I guess that makes sense. Which means she'll be on TV soon because school's almost over unless she's doing yeah. a different type of program. But anyway, um, so Bray's cool. Hopefully they don't fuck it up. They probably will. But anyway, so aside from the, the main programming, a lot of weird shit has been going on. Um, you know, there's still like as we mentioned earlier, the there's still the Sasha Banks situation where. She's MIA. She she hasn't said anything in regarding to where she, you know, if she's coming back, when, you know, what, like the, there's absolutely no, as far as we know, she's just like, you know, mm-hmm. they just wrote her off for the foreseeable future, um, which is worrying. But, all you know, a lot of people are assuming that she's just going to sit out her contract or, you know, she's she's just kind of doing a strike thing until they you know, hear, you know, hear her out and, you know, stop being childish with, you know, all their booking decisions or whatnot. Um, but so, so that's been going on. Uh, we, we also had, you know, Dean Ambrose, he recently, and people were wondering what he was going to do. Like he, the way he was talking a lot, it, it kind of made him seem like he was just going to quit wrestling and just, you know, relax with Renee and, you know, kind of live the, solitary you know or not solitary but just like more of a quiet life but you know there was a promo earlier this week i think and it basically showed him in a prison 
knocking down the walls, uh, getting chased by the big dog, breaking out, and you know embracing the you know the barbed wire and all that stuff, and basically mm-hmm. becoming John Moxley again, which is his you know his uh, name before he came to WWE. So, uh, yeah, so John Moxley is back, and I saw one source say he definitely is going to AEW or whatever, but I, I didn't hear anything about that, so I, I don't know if, if he's just going to go back to CZW. I don't know if he's going to AEW or, you know, I Japan. Seen, or- i seen some people saying he's he's just changed his gimmick and going back to WWE. Which would be hilarious. Um, I but know. I mean, like, there, there's a lot of evidence saying AEW just because, like, in the video there was the dice that yeah. said 25 and, you know, May 25th. Yeah, and, yeah, that's when I was like, I'm not spelling it out for you, yo. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I had the, the picture didn't load. But anyway, um, we, I will be going to that too, uh, Double or Nothing. So we'll probably do a show yeah. either before or after. Um, you know, we'll see how that goes, but that that should be fun. Hopefully, especially like, if Ambrose is there or if Moxley is there, yeah, that would be hype. You know, because I've been looking for more reasons to be excited for it, and if you know Moxley being there would be a cool, like oh, like you know that that's something I didn't expect when we got the ticket. So yeah, because like I mean personally, and I know you agree, I believe uh, I'm. Like, I mean, I've been following AEW stuff, and I know everybody's excited and all this and that. I, I'm i just not I'm not that excited. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to get excited. I want to be yeah. as happy as everybody else. Like, I'm going to double, double or nothing. I was trying to go to All In and all that shit. But I just, I don't know. Right now, I'm excited. I'm as excited for Double or Nothing as I would be for any random indie show. Mm-hmm. Like if someone say, "Hey, we're going to an indie show in May," and I'll be like, "Oh, that's cool. I'm down to go." That's kind of how I feel about Double or Nothing right now. Just because, like, like you know, I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there. Uh, some, some of the AEW fans and all, all this, like, anytime somebody complains about anything and people say, "Oh, they're AEW," blah blah, blah that shit has turned me kind of like into an AEW cynic. So, you know, because every time anything happens, you look in the comments on Twitter, Facebook, wherever, it's just, oh, AEW is going to change the game. Don't, you know, what did AEW, like, like, we still don't know what it is. We still don't know what, like, you know, what channel it's going to be on, if it's going to be on a, a TV channel. Like what? What? Like what? What is this program supposed to be? And w, double or nothing is the proving ground. So that's why we're gonna go. We're gonna see. I want to support it if it's good. But as far as we know right now, this shit could just be Ring of Honor too. And like, not that Ring of Honor is bad, but like everybody's talking about AEW like it's gonna be WCW, you know, 2.0, and nobody knows if that's even, you know, a fraction of the case. So, yeah, like, I, I just want to wait and see. Like, it, it's, it's interesting, but, you know, like, all those people, like, because, you know, I, I think I, I clicked on a post about, um, like, I think I was reading the comments about Bray or something, and people were just complaining, like, oh, like, if he was on AEW, this would be better, or, I don't know. <laughs> like, shut up, man. Like, you don't even know what AEW is yet. Like, whatever. But, 
Um, but yeah, so yeah, like, do do you have any like expectations for for him? Like, do you think he's going back to CZW? Do you have do you have any like just thoughts? Like, do you think that this will be uh, a version of Dean or of John Moxley that we should have seen? Not gonna front. I wasn't the biggest Dean Ambrose fan. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw some of his John Moxley stuff on YouTube. It was alright. I didn't, I didn't understand. Uh, you know, you seen one hardcore match, you seen them all. Like, <laughs> but uh, I, I know, don't know. I think you know. I know. I know. Some people have more of an extensive knowledge on his past work. Like I saw a little bit of it, but yeah. um, I just know I heard a lot of stuff before and. You know, like they, I, I know they tried to replicate it a lot, and every time they tried in WWE, it just fell short. Yeah, like that's true. I hope they, uh, <laughs> I hope they actually, I hope it actually lights a fire under him and just gets him excited about because it's like he wasn't excited about wrestling for a while. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, I'm not, I, I'm gonna, like, I, I feel like the, the straw that broke the camel's back with. Ambrose, the Ambrose character, was the Bray feud. I think after that, it was never the same. Bray, like, yeah, because like that that match that he had with Bray Wyatt, where the TV blew up in his face, mm-hmm. that basically ruined so much of the momentum that Dean Ambrose had. And I think, like, I think after that was his whole championship run. Yeah, I was about to say, wasn't which, that before the championship run? It, it was, but I still feel like that championship run, though, it was like, you know, people were rooting for him. I think the, the bar had already kind of been set a cert- to us at a certain level where people were like, we're not going to be getting the extreme Dean Ambrose we had heard about in the indies. We're going to be getting this like weird version. And it's like they tried to they tried to make him the like the stone coldish kind of baby face. But. You know, and that worked for a couple of months, you know, when Seth was at his, you know, evil, you know, when he was at his best heel and Dean Ambrose was at his top face. But then there was too many other factors around it. Like there was Brock Lesnar. Was it Brock or Goldberg? I forgot what what was going on at the time. But With the Seth and Dean stuff? Yeah, like I, I for because that was only when, a, a few, like a a few that when lasted. Seth, a when Seth was champion, or when Seth wasn't champion. I think the, I think when when Dean was champion, and yeah, yeah, Dean was champion at the time. When Dean was champion, well, Dean won the belt and then got drafted. Like, yeah, he got drafted to SmackDown, and then they, yeah, they, they, but they were booking Cena above him, right? No, it was like when he was no, on no, SmackDown, like because because he he got drafted number two to SmackDown. It was like they drafted somebody and then they drafted Dean. Oh, uh, I think Seth got drafted number one, didn't he? I guess so. No, he got drafted number. He got he was the first draft pick to SmackDown though. I remember some. I, I remember people being like, "Yo, how come you didn't draft your?" No, I think it was Cena then Dean. Because I remember it? people were bad that like, how do you not draft your champion first? Oh, I thought I thought they I thought that, I thought they did draft the champion first. No, you know what? Because yeah, it was it was Cena first and then Dean, uh-huh. and because I remember that was that was like right before Cena. Well, I know Cena did go to SmackDown, but I know yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah, because he, he, he feuded was with SmackDown. AJ. 
Yeah, yeah. And then he did that, and then he became a free agent, and then he kind of drifted off into the you know Hollywood realm. But they then, came yeah, back like and that. won the belt. Yeah, but it's like when once he went to SmackDown as the champion, it was kind of just like whatever. And who who did he lose it to? To, to he he lost it to he AJ. Lost to AJ, yeah. Okay, and, and yeah, and like you know, you can't really. Be I hated too his running champ. I hated uh, Dean's running champion too. Yeah, Cause he was, was like, like he he. Remember the best part about him being champion was the James Ellsworth stuff. I oh, hate it when oh, when yeah. he used to be on the sideline, like on a, uh, at the commentator's desk, drunk, and shit oh, like man. that was stupid. Yeah, that was bad. That was um, bad. I was like, this is like, like, this is horrible. Th- him getting it was better than what happened afterwards, yeah. which is usually the case. A lot of the times with, with babyface champions, like the the chase is better. But like, I feel like I was thinking about this the other day, actually, like, I feel like when you, when you book a a face champion and you, you book the chase well, and then you, you have that, that moment where they win, then it's up on the, the writers to like, you, you have to make that, you know, you have to kind of keep that baby face in perspective by crafting good villains. Cause like, when you think about like a superhero, like comic book or movie or whatever it's like the hero always has to trump the villain but the villain a lot of the times has the upper hand for two-thirds of that conflict right Mm -hmm. so it's like the the villain needs to you know you you need to put a a heel in front of the face that has you know or whatever kind of ideology that that opposes the the face you have to put, you know, raise the stakes against the face to the point where you want to see the face overcome it, and then you know you challenge him, and it doesn't always have to be like a long drawn out feud, but you still have to you have to do it in a way that makes it somewhat compelling, and you can't just have the face going out there and you know just have a random guy every week like oh like I'm gonna I'm gonna take your title from you and and not do anything with it. It's like you you have to make the heel seem larger than life. Yeah, and I feel like they don't do that a lot of the times. And then when they do, it's like it's one of those heels that is you know so dominant that you know, can't they can't lose. So yeah, I'm sitting anyway, here thinking like, why is every heel a coward heel? Yeah, because well, I feel I feel like because whoever's writing for them, they're like, oh well, since they're small, they have to be cowardly. Because like you know, when you look at Edge versus uh, you know Triple H, right, like. Edge, because of his size, it's easier for people to write him as a cowardly heel. And then Triple H, he has the size to back up his his words, so they write him as a a big heel. But now you have all these guys that are, you know, in in some people's eyes, small. So they're just like, oh well, he's he looks like a a, a small heel, you know, a cowardly heel. So let's book him that way. But like that's why I, th- I just feel like there needs to be a changing of the guard, and to, because like you know I feel like a lot of those those ideas are being challenged, especially when you look at NXT and you know what they did with Neville, what they did with uh, Champa, what they you know even with you know what they're doing right now with people like Sami Zayn, it's like you have you could do interesting things with heels and not have them be just like super cowardly. You, know, you could have them be dominant too. Yeah. You know you them beat somebody's ass and that like that that's what like if you have them beat somebody's ass that's what makes you want to see their ass get beat eventually you know mm-hmm. 
But anyway, I don't know. So it, it's weird, you know. Dean Ambrose, I, I was a fan of his. Like he kind of fell off for me, mid, like about midway through his run. But you know, hopefully, wherever he goes next, it's exciting. Like yeah, I'm care. I definitely want to see what he does next. Um. So yeah. So there's that. Um. I guess you know uh, one one of the things. So you know we're we're talking about wrestlers that have had weird stuff going on backstage. So there's Ambrose. We talked about Sasha, but recently we've been hearing a lot of stuff about Leo Rush, um, backstage. So you know, you've heard about all that shit, right? Yeah. So uh, like, it's, it's I, all weird to me. Yeah, because like I've I've been hearing like multiple stories. Like yeah. which which version have you heard? Because um, I don't lines up. He also did an interview, you know. Leo Rush? Yeah, he did an interview talking about oh, everything. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like he spilled all the beans. <laughs> all right. So, so, so go ahead. I didn't hear I, that. From the reports, right, mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of was like, Leo Rush needs to, uh, you know, just take a step back and just say, you know, it's, it's not as bad as it seems. You know, right. and then I was listening to what he had to say, and I was like, okay, I understand where he's coming from, but I mean, at the, don't lose your job over this. It's not that. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. So, so like, what, what um, did he say in the, in the interview? So I seen everybody was saying uh, that he didn't like the, the hazing stuff, which is it's not like the hazing you would think. It's like they wanted him to carry carry like the 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 upper guys bags carry the water jug into the locker room, um, stuff like that. Like sweep but, the floor. Yeah, you sweep know. the floors. You, you, you pretty much do that shit until somebody and, comes and tells you yeah. no, you don't have to do it anymore. And so and oh, my my saying was, if everybody had to do it, then you should too. If they singled him out to do it, then yeah, I would have a problem. But I've heard stories of everybody having to do it. The Rock, Stone Cold, fucking recently... I just read a story about Alistair Black doing it. I yeah, just yeah. read a story about uh, Heavy Machinery doing it. You know, all of those guys, you know? And mm-hmm. so, and, and I see people defending him saying he made his, uh, he, 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 he made his name on the indies. He don't got to do it. That's, that, the, that's, that's a that's lot n- of people. Yeah, yeah, fuck out of here with that, yo. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if everybody had to do it, you're no better. You're not better than The Rock. Fuck out of here. You know, but I was listening to what he was saying. He said he didn't have a problem doing it. He just didn't like the perception that it would give off seeing a young black man carrying somebody else's bags. And I was like, okay, I understand, Leo, but it's not. That's not what it is. So that's yeah. not the perception, you know. Yeah. Like, like I, I mean, just don't. I, yeah, I get that. Like especially like yeah. If... I, it's like I understood, no, but then I'm like, come on, man. It's like, oh, yeah. like you want you to carry, you know, who, I don't know, the Miz's bags or some shit. Like, that, yeah. that would be kind of weird, cause for, especially for us. Mm. But, um, but yeah, it, it's not just, you know, us, like, it's a lot of people who have to do that type of shit. So, I don't know. It it, it is de- definitely one of those slippery slope kind of things, but and it's like uh and that's why I, and that's why I was saying like you know if if somebody like Roman Reigns had to do it when he got there and now he's you know I, you got to do it too. Yeah. 
So, like, what, did he bring up that, or, like, did he say anything about that whole thing with his wife? Because, like, Yeah, that was he the... brought that up. He said him and Finn are real good, are real cool, and they and there's no problem with his wife. Okay. That's what yeah. he said. So, yeah. uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. I, like, I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't assume, like, I would assume that that's one he of those said, things that he's brought up at first and was, like, they were off a little bit. He said that there's somebody that works, and this is what another podcast that I listen to has been saying for, for years, right, since they started. They, they started their podcast probably around 2017, 2016. Mm-hmm. Whenever the first year they had that Fastlane pay-per-view, that's when they started their podcast. And oh, they've yeah, been yeah. saying, like, a lot of stuff, you know, gets leaked out. And they said, I think there's somebody in WWE that has their own agenda and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. They said, I think there's probably people in WWE that have their own agenda, you know, trying to look out for themselves and stuff like that, right? Like, somebody that probably works there, not like one of the wrestlers. So, Leo Russ says, there's somebody that works in, for WWE that hated him since he worked for, since he was in uh, Ring of Honor. And they're trying to get him fired, and so they're leaking stuff to the wow. like, to people, but it's not even like really the case. So that's what he said. So, you know, I I believe him, you know, because people do do that shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Some crazy shit. Oh, I mean, yeah. like for 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 me, like I, I'm a I like Leo Rush. Like I could like he totally seems like the type that would be annoying backstage, but. I also think that he he brings a lot to the table and I would hate to see him like get screwed like especially like one of the the, the more better things about Raw or like the one of the better things about the the modern roster like I would hate to see that just go out the window just on some petty shit and I feel like a lot of petty shit gets in the way of a, the pushes of a lot of people nowadays so like for 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 this to you know, Leo Rush hasn't been on TV. People talking about getting him sent back to NXT or never showing up on the main roster again. Like, hopefully that stuff is just overblown rumors. Like, you know, it it would be it would be a real shame to just like, oh, we're not seeing Leo Rush because of you know, someone doesn't like him backstage and he did you know he made some questionable decisions. Like, you know, I'm sure. Leo Rush wouldn't be the first person to to try to challenge the whole uh, legacy. Yeah, I'm positive he's not. Yeah. So it, it's it's not like you know, I don't think he is trying to challenge that system to the point where he's trying to get fired. He probably has like reservations about it. Um, but you know, if there if it's just like you know somebody back there who's just like, oh fuck this guy, like let's get him out of here, like that's that's fucked up. But I don't know. Like hopefully that's not the case. Yeah, and, and and that's the thing, and that's my thing. I don't think it's, I don't think it's that deep. So I think it's it's. I mean, I don't think the the hazing thing is that deep. I think it is something else. I think somebody probably is trying to ruin mm-hmm. him. So we could see, um, yeah. What else? There was something else I wanted to talk about. Um, well, I mean, uh, I, I, like, I don't know. Was it related to Leo Rush or was it somebody else? I think it was somebody else. But I know on my list I have Goldberg. I don't Goldberg. Know that was... That's what it was. Because <laughs> that, that when when did that news come out? Yesterday. 
I think it was, yeah, sometime this week. It probably was yesterday, yeah. So, but yeah, so this dude Goldberg is back. <laughs> I mean, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I personally do not mind seeing Goldberg on my television. I personally do not mind watching Goldberg wrestle. I, you know, if uh, I know some people are upset and they're saying he's taking the spot of somebody else. Yeah, but. Goldberg might bring viewers and it might bring their viewers up or some shit. I don't know. Whatever their agenda, they got to run their business. That's how they want to run it. Fuck it. Yeah. I do mind if Goldberg is brought in to take uh somebody, somebody's championship, i.e. Kofi Kingston. Exactly. That's what I, I do mind. That's exactly what I was about to say because... You know, obviously, this is a huge rumor, but I just saw that we, we saw this posted in the, the group today in mm-hmm. Overslam. But basically, the rumor is that they're bringing Goldberg in so Goldberg could win the championship at the Saudi Arabia event. And then after that, he'll feud with Brock Lesnar again, which sounds fucking stupid in multiple ways. Because as far as I know, Goldberg. The I mean, trilogy Brock- ended, they had three matches. They had the match. That trilogy's over. Brock is done. Uh, and Goldberg, you know, like... Uh, oh, did you hear the uh, other news? You talk about Brock? Yeah. Yeah, about Brock being retired from MMA. Yep. Yeah, which is also kind of crazy because I thought he was leaving for MMA, but I guess, you know, I, I, would, I would assume that while he was training or you know, getting medical tests done, he was like, yo, I don't know if I could do this anymore because this, that, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, it, it, it was kind of I did, I did kind of want to see that fight with uh, DC. With DC, yeah. But, um, oh, well, you know, he can't do it. He can't do it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to see that fight, oh, too. Sorry. Speaking of retirement, I don't know why <laughs> this just reminded me when we didn't talk about it on the podcast last time, mm-hmm. but there was that whole thing that came out about like CM Punk entering that jujitsu tournament. Oh, and, <laughs> uh, it's like uh, he like he just did it. Like pe- people were trying to say like they they hyped it up like it was a humble thing. Like he entered like nobody talked about it, but he entered this uh, Brazilian jujitsu tournament that had X number of people in it and. You know, he didn't tell anybody, and he trained really hard, and he got dead last. (laughs) (laughs) I was fucking crying, yo. I was like, damn, give my man a break. Yeah, I was reading that, and I I was like, wow. I was like, okay. Wait, 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 what? (laughs) It took a hard left turn, yo. Yeah, that was so damn funny. But, um... Yeah, shout out to CM Punk, I guess. But either way, um, yeah. So with with this whole Goldberg thing, I I don't really know how I feel about it personally, because like, you know, what what are we gonna get out of seeing Goldberg back? Really, like, sure, it'll be cool to see the entrance again, and you know, for the the Saudi Arabia events, it's kind of like one offs. Like they're they're basically just like glorified house shows. Yeah. So I, I'm okay with it in that context, but if they're gonna have him win a title and be a part-time champion, and mm-hmm. you know, just so he could lose to somebody else who, like, who's fit to beat Goldberg, you know, like, 
that that whole thing is just gonna it's gonna rub me the wrong way personally. Like I, I really don't need to see that. You know, like the way that they wrote off Goldberg last time was perfectly. It fine. was. I mean, he even though he did leave the door open for a return, but it was. I thought his I thought his return was was cool. Yeah. The only thing did, I did not like him. You know, it, it like the the way that they did the the program of Brock it made sense yeah. and. The matches. It was, it was only one thing I did not like about it. It was only one thing, and it's that Kevin Owens had to, you know, suffer for it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he did end up winning the U.S. title because of it, you know? <laughs> so, you know, he's he's a little bit closer to becoming a Grand Slam champion. But, uh, and his storyline kind of made sense, too, you know, with the whole festival of friendship, him, him and Chris Jericho. So, but, yeah, that's the only little part I didn't like, but I mean, it, everything made sense, you know. So it was a good run. I thought it was a good. I thought his return was handled well, personally. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So it's like this time, it's like you're running the risk of over over saturating it, I guess, or like you know, or ruining what was good before. And it's like I know this is different, but like if you if you're gonna make people sit through another championship reign with a part-time champion who clearly was just given the title because of, you know, of, of a ratings thing like that. I don't know that that's kind of weird. And, you know, like I don't think anybody wants to see Kofi done like that, you know? Um, you know, cause like you said, like if, uh, like uh, the, 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 the part that kind of sucks though, like when you think about it and when you, t- when you think about like what, what Vince said about stars, like, for for us for like for us like wrestling fans, uh, an Andrade Kofi program sounds interesting because yeah. you know like they they have styles that would probably go well together. Um, you know Kofi is a good face. Andrade has been a good heel so far. They could you know they, they could do some fun stuff between New Day and Andrade and whatever they ended up doing. Yeah. But for the mass audience, nobody really cares. You know, like the you know Andrade hasn't crossed over. Kofi Kingston, people know who he is now, but you know now that he has the title, like his his story's not as interesting maybe to the to the average consumer. So it's like you know people aren't going out of their way to see Andrade versus Kofi unless you're you know part of that that niche wrestling crowd. But you bring Goldberg in, and then you get the you know, people who've lapsed are WCW fans, and they're just like, "Oh, Goldberg's back!" Oh, you know, I'll watch the, I'll watch that just to see Goldberg come back and whatever. So it's like, it's, yeah. it's, it's it sucks, and like I, I know that's how they think about that, and you know, I get it, but I also think that if you keep sliding your new guys, then they're never gonna get to that level where people revere them the same way. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, like that, like, you know, you watch basketball, obviously. So mm-hmm. it's like sometimes teams have to just build. You have the, those building seasons. Yeah, so it's like, like look at the uh, the Nets. The Nets a perfect example. Right. Uh, a few years ago, probably like almost, I want to say almost five years ago, the Nets traded away like mad first round picks to the Celtics for Old ass Kevin Garnett, old ass fucking uh Jason Terry, old ass fucking Paul Pierce, right? And they only played like probably a season and a half with the Nets. 
But for all those years that they traded away all those picks, they couldn't do shit, you know, because they traded away all their all their picks. So the Celtics, but on the other hand, was drafting Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, all these guys, right? You know, mm-hmm. in the first round and shit, and they ended up getting pretty well, pretty good. Now they're in the, they're in the uh, semi conference conference semifinals and all that shit right now. But this year the Nets had a pretty good season because they spent that time building, 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 and they made it to the playoffs. Exactly. And that, that, that's what you got to do sometimes. So if WWE needs to spend two, you know, two, three years getting people on that level, you know, get, get Andrade up there. Cause he, you know, I would argue he's, yeah, he's man. like, it's, you know, you gotta so... reestablish Seth and, you know, Roman, you know, like you got to make people like Roman, uh, you get people to to look at Seth, you know, and as as they do Shawn Michaels, you know, like, like, and not that everybody has to have a parallel, but you know what I'm saying. It's like you yeah. you need to get get people to care about these guys. So when you have people watching wrestling, it's it's, it's not that they're looking for the past; it's that they're looking at who's there. Because I feel like a lot of you know a lot of people who who come out like you know the, the people who watch the you know event pay-per-views and stuff like that like they're looking for their old favorites but they don't know any of the new guys but the only way you get the the, the people to know the new guys is if you you know have them have them be themselves have them actually have you know, good storylines that cross over that you have people talking about if you had like you know when and, and like obviously, like the pipe bomb was kind of like a, you know, was kind of a lucky situation. But CM Punk became the the commodity he is because they let him do something interesting and crazy, and it crossed over, like it crossed over beyond wrestling. So, you know, you need to have, or you need to be willing to let certain wrestlers have stories that cross over beyond wrestling, and the more that happens the more it'll accumulate. And you don't need to do that, like, every single week, obviously. Like, uh, you know, it's a different era. But if you sprinkle those in with the good matches, then, you know, it'll keep people around more. But, yeah. um, you know, obviously it's easy, it's easy to armchair quarterback, I'm, you know, I'm sure. But it's just... It's, just it's frustrating. frustrating, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But um, but I, I was telling like I, I put this in the group. I was like, yo, if Goldberg really does come in and win from Kofi, I'm probably taking a break. Yep. And I feel I feel like that'll be where I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna, you know, I'll watch NXT. I'll watch you know my recaps of Raw and SmackDown just so I don't fall completely out of the loop. And you know, I'll, I'll come back maybe around you know SummerSlam. But I, you know, I wouldn't mind taking a summer break from wrestling if shit hits yeah. the fan. I definitely, know? I definitely will be. Um, like, so yeah. I, like, cause the, the future definitely looks a little bleak, and you know, it's sad. You know, it's, it's sad that we're saying that after a WrestleMania where we got everything we wanted, and you know, Becky became the champions, and uh, Kofi became the WWE champion, and you know, like. Seth, you know, is universal champion and, you know, a whole bunch of crazy shit happened. But now we're in, like, one of the most, like, polarizing and weak-feeling times. Yeah, we're in, like, the dark timeline of, like, after WrestleMania and shit. Yeah, so 
don't know. You have any other remaining thoughts or want to wrap it up? Um, not really. Everything is pretty much hit on point. Yeah, I mean, like I said, um, you know, if any developments happen, we'll we'll come back because I I felt like there was enough news between the last episode and this one to to kind of catch up on shit. But um, we'll, we'll you know we'll probably end up doing something around uh the double or nothing show probably like after just to to talk about the Vegas trip and shit. Yeah. Um, we'll try to we'll try to see if anybody else in the group cuz I remember there there were people in the group that were interested in joining the the podcast and you know talking with us so we'll you know we'll put that seat out there just for future conversation. That's and, cool with me. Yeah. Um but yeah, other than that I'm good. All right, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna end it right there, man. Just you know, appreciate y'all rocking with us if you made it this far. Uh, yo, man. Uh, you know, we'll we'll let you know whenever the next episode drop. Uh, till then, you know, I'm old damn Dell. It's my boy JD. Peace out. Later.